Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Bits and Bits. In their shop in Oregon, Bits and Bits manufactures a wide range of spiral router bits from one eighth inch shank to half inch shank, from one thirty second inch cutting diameter to half inch cutting diameter. They make upcut, downcut, compression bits, and more. They're used in router tables, handheld routers, and CNC machines, from hobbyists to production shops. They coat their bits in a Astro coating, proprietary nano coating designed to keep the bit running cooler, prolonging the sharpness of the cutting edge. They're the only factory authorized dealer to Astro coat white side router bits. Their expanding line of white side bits ranges from spiral flush trim bits to roundovers, chamfers, rabbiting bits, and more. They're a festival dealer stocking mainly router and domino related accessories and consumables. You can check them out at bitsbits.com and use our coupon code American Craftsman to save yourself 15%. All right, here we are on the road again. Pulling out of the homestead. I think this has got to be, what, our fifth uh, on the road broadcast? Yeah. Early Friday morning. Well, not that early. I mean, it's 8, 10. No, it's late. <laughs> Heading up to Jersey City. Um, dropping off a... Let's see his house for sale. <laughs> I, th I think he had some uh, hedge trimmers or something out there. Oh. Uh, um, dropping off a sofa. Radius sofa. And a... Um, piece of a sectional. An add-on. Yeah, to the, uh, the sectional we built, I don't know, maybe two months ago. That's what I was going to guess. Something like that? Yeah. Hopefully the, uh, the sound's a little better this time. We got <clears throat> figured out these lav mics, um, so hopefully it's a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little less cabin noise. Yeah. Less, uh, sort of hollow sounding. Heading up to see our friend, uh, Jim Jamal. Yep. Upholsterer extraordinaire. If you're not following him on Instagram, you should check him out. Yeah. Use the right lane to turn right on Cherry Tree Farm Road. I'm sure you're going to be hearing a lot of, uh, ways today. Um, yeah, Jim... Uh, he and his family, they've been, you know, doing upholstery for like a hundred years or something crazy. Yeah, a couple of generations. Yeah. You know, uh, I think his parents maybe came over from Italy, he said, or maybe his grandparents, and uh, opened up the shop. Or maybe, you know, I think they worked as upholsterers, and then in his family opened up the shop in, right I think they've been there for 60 years or something. Yeah, um, definitely uh, in an earlier time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, the neighborhood's gone through some changes. Yeah. <laughs> I think they call that... Uh, uh, Revitalization? That? No, well, I'm trying to think of the neighborhood in Jersey City. Oh. He, uh, he posted something the other day. What was it, Journal Square or something like that? I've heard of Journal Square. I think that maybe that's the neighborhood. Um well, yeah, Jim's a good guy. They do do nice work. We've done a bunch of stuff with them and, and Donnie Douglas before and had him do a, a project for us, the uh, walnut banquette that we built. Mm -hmm. Did the cushions for that, so nice guy, easy to work with. Oh, yeah. That's key, too. Yeah. 
Those feet are, are back there, right, for the table? Yeah, okay. yeah, I wrapped them up. You always got, you know, whenever you say something like that, then you You're have like, like wait, that. did I? You have that shock wave of fear running through you. Oh, yeah. That's like when I was building the sofa. I'm laying in bed after building the frame. I'm like, huh, I'm like... Is that thing actually 79 inches long? Because like, I cut those inside pieces 48. I'm like, 48? And then the two sides, I'm like, that doesn't seem like it adds up. So you have a mini panic attack. And then uh, luckily, when I came in the next morning, it was, in fact, 79 inches. Yeah, those are the things that keep you up at night. Actually, I never even checked the actual thing. All I did was check the drawing, but... I cut the pieces from on the laser from the drawing, so it should all add up. If yeah. not, we're just gonna pretend like it's the right size. That's it. If you say it's so, it hey, often enough feet. it's so. Yeah, it's I think right that's the new world the order. State Route 35 A lot of people living that way. <laughs> yeah, it's a quiet morning out here on the road. Hope I didn't just uh, jinx us. Yeah, 47 minute drive from here. It's, it's not too bad. Traffic should be fairly decent. Um, got a new tool coming today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, biggie. Well, not not in stature. No. Um, so we did finally buy... We were actually talked about it two weeks ago on the podcast. Somebody asked. Uh, Lamello Zeta P2. So we could probably, uh, our Instagram following is going to go from uh, 22,000 to 50,000 probably overnight. <laughs> Why is that? It's all what all the cool kids are using these days. Oh, um, oh we're hip now. Yeah. So we're working on this uh, knockdown flat pack kind of concept. And um, we needed a way to attach this one component. So we're going to be using... Uh, think they're the Clamex. I'm not sure. I don't know the, the connector names yet. They're, they're, I know there's Tenso and Clamex. I think they're the... Yeah, Jim, I told them we're on the way. Oh. I think it's the Clamex. The one that has the little Allen key clampy guy. going to be using North. that in conjunction with some, some dried dominoes to uh, attach this one part, so... So we pulled the trigger. In 3.7 miles, um, keep left to Garden State Parkway, Clark Street. <coughs> definitely, we've said it before, it's one of those tools where you make do without it, but if you have it, definitely find ways to use it. Yeah. There is a lot of overuse and stupid use of it, um, like attaching end panels to cabinets. That's insane and a waste of time and money, in my opinion. But... Um, yeah, I mean, cool things you can do with it, like, uh, what was it? Remember when we built the, uh, planner wall for Arbol? Oh, yeah. What kind of car is that? Well, it's a GTR. That's yeah. sweet. Um, and we had those real acute angles. Yes. Well, you can use them in, in those, and then you have a real strong mechanical connection that's blind, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's always good to have something around where 
it solves a problem. Yeah. And it's small, it's not like a big giant machine that's gonna take up a bunch of space. Yeah, you know, it's 2,500 bucks you gotta spend <laughs> to get the, the thing and then the starter kit, which is like basically you gotta get that because it has yeah. all the stuff you need. It's got, you know, a selection of connectors and this little flexible screwdriver so you can get in there and tighten the things and the drill guide to drill the hole for the Allen key and blah, blah, blah. Good tools cost money. Yeah. I was disappointed to see that it's actually made in China. Um, I thought it might be made in, I think, Lamello's Swiss. I thought so. Yeah, hopefully there's some uh, strong oversight going on. Yeah. Charging. Tesla with the license plate. CH4RGIN. Charging. I had a slight dyslexic moment there. I thought it said chagrin. <laughs> yeah. I could see that too. It's that four that kind of confused me. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly different meaning. So yeah, Lamella should be nice. We'll have to figure out how to use it. I mean, even if it just gets used for this flat pack idea, which uh, you know, we're hoping would take off. It's, yeah. it's worth the price of admission. Yeah. And then, you know, all the other times where he said, oh man, it would have been nice if we had this Lamello to, you know, put on this face frame on site or mm -hmm. whatever. Well, now it's, it's another arrow in the quiver, as they say. I don't mind having a tool around that only comes out every now and again. If it's, you know, something that only does that thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, even where like you're stuck. The Domino, we don't use that thing no. constantly. It, when it comes out, it, it's out to do a specific task. And uh, that's when it pays to have it. Yeah. I guess there's different viewpoints. Some people feel like it ha something has to be you know, operating X amount of time for it to have its value. Yeah. Yeah, that's like people get the lamello and now they're using it to put on end panels. Mm-hmm. When you could just put it in with four screws from the inside. Well, right. now you're taking, you're, you're, you're forcing this tool into, into use when really there's a better way of doing it. Just because you have that tool doesn't mean that you should use it. Yeah, trying to justify its cost, I guess. Right. Dominoes, same thing. People are using dominoes in a lot of situations where you really don't need a slip tenon. Like, face frames. It's completely unnecessary. I'm sorry. A couple pocket screws and some glue, you're good to go. Yeah, that's where I, I love the pocket screw. Yeah, for face frames. That's yeah, the, yeah. And connecting face frames to cabinets. Yeah. Um, That's what I was thinking the, to the to the box. As long as it's a you know a hidden yeah location. That's. And I like I like them for putting the face frame together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Not a huge fan of box construction with pocket holes. Put a couple in sometimes just to to aid in assembly. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of 
get a screw in to hold it together. But yeah, I, I tried that method as well. I wasn't, you know, it's not that strong. No, no. Once it's together with a back on it and stuff, it's yeah. fine and the face frame. But yeah, the pocket holes by themselves, a, a screw through the side is gonna be much stronger. Passing the Starbucks. No line. Coming soon. Middletown runs on Duncan, I heard. Yeah, this is, I think it's Hazlitt. Yeah. In half a mile, use the left lane to keep left to Garden State Parkway, Clark Street. You know that Best Machinery? I saw them have, they have TV ads. The that, uh, rental place over here? Yeah. 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 Alright, so let's see. Every time we go this way, there's, there's no traffic getting onto the parkway. And every time we go the other way, there's always traffic coming this way from the parkway. So we'll see. We'll see what's what. Keep left at Garden State Parkway, Clark Street. Anything. Nope. So this is where Route 35 and Route 36 both exit out to the Garden State Parkway. When you're coming from Route 36, there's always traffic trying to merge in from Route 35. But when you come from Route 35, there's never any traffic coming in from Route 36. In feet, use the left lane to keep left to Garden State Parkway Express North Woodbridge. Keep left to Garden State Parkway Express North Woodbridge. Brutal. Haven't uh, actually been on the parkway in a while. I guess oh. last, when we were up at MacArthur was the uh, last time. Has it been that long? Wow. It seemed like we were going up every day for a while. Yeah, little uh, baby geese. No. Not quite babies, but not full grown. Continue straight for six minutes to Garden State Parkway North through I-95 New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, we're recording recording this the day after we recorded last week's uh, podcast where we did the Google reviews. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yaki. Yeah, uh, Yaki. <laughs> I can't remember the last name. Me neither. It would be funny if somebody who we read their review listened to the podcast. <laughs> that, that would be too much of a coincidence. Left lane closed two miles. Both sector bowing the lawns. You should just have those robots that do it. Oh, yeah, like a, a mowing Zumba, Roomba? Yeah. Those have actually been around a long time, I think. Aha, got him. Oh, no, he's just telling him to get over. You know, like, if you're a cop and you got to put your lights on to tell somebody to get over in the left lane, then doesn't that kind of mean that you should pull them over? Yeah. Because you're only supposed to be in the left lane to pass, technically. 
mean, where is he going? I don't know. He's, uh, he could just like, I wonder if that's a cop from Malibu. Could just kind of be weaving in and out to get where he's got to go. This will be a Parkway to Turnpike trip. Turnpike. Police reported ahead. Police reported ahead. Let's see what we got going on. It's probably him. That or there's something going on up here. I do see some more flashing lights. Yeah, those are that's like a Parkway truck. Uh, one of those things. I did uh, reach out to Tommy G. He's still fishing. Geez, must be nice, Tommy G. Yeah, all week long. I haven't been fishing in ages. Maybe I'll go on Saturday. He said he's going to come by next week because he's bringing his boat in. Uh, oh, for the motor thing? Yeah. Yeah. Should text Lou, see if he wants to come by later, pick up his uh, t-shirt. I will, I will. Buddy Lou, foreman at the old shop, had a second knee replacement a couple months ago. He's still on the mend. You know, his uh, his rehab uh, stint is probably coming to a close. Yeah. I know the weeks are flying by. Yeah, I think he's, uh, yeah, he's got maybe a month until he be ready to go back, something like that. Yeah, you have to start calling him the Bionic Man with two, yeah, two, knees. two new knees. It's a road I'm hoping I don't have to go down. Hopefully some uh, new science can uh, regrow the cartilage in my knee. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty young. I mean, that's what they say. It doesn't feel that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> that say the custom closet the custom closet yes indeed patty pantry and like a plumbing truck yeah utility body van big money in those custom closets yeah yeah police reported ahead so our hafla rep tells us to yeah yeah oh piece of exhaust laying on the side of the road Yeah, we'll be making the drive up to Maker Camp in, uh, it's like one month, ten days, or something like that. If we haven't talked about it yet, be, uh, under the Saw Stop Woodworking Tent. Doing a little bit of, uh, demonstrating. It's a good time up in the Catskills, New York State. Yeah, it's a nice break from uh, the routine as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, blacksmithing and welding and woodworking and, uh, um, so we're, we're, you know, had the idea to bring, like, more of the traditional, well, I shouldn't say traditional, more of, like, furniture cabinet making woodworking to Maker Camp. They already, uh, you know, were doing demos with, like, um, chainsaw milling and uh, like they have um, a little timber framing thing going on timber framing yeah shave horse work with like you know um, making handles for tools and stuff like that 
uh, but nothing in the more furniture cabinet based stuff so we had the idea of uh, of bringing that to maker camp and we uh, got together with uh, Corey from CT Woodwork Rob DeMarco fellow Long Islander Matt Viz from IKAG Viz and Robert Bliss of uh, what's it called Bliss Made uh, his Instagram is Bliss Made I was just yeah fumbling trying to remember what his company name is I think it's just Bliss maybe it is Bliss Made Furniture sorry Robert Bliss messing up your uh, company name here but yeah Bliss is man He's doing some real hardcore traditional furniture building. Um, you know. Yeah, we're space age compared to Bliss. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, he's like wooden drawer runners, all, you know, solid wood cases with solid wood backs and, wooden, you know, wooden runners and the whole nine, hand cut dovetails. He's a. Uh, Highly skilled guy, that's for damn sure. I can count on one hand the time I even used wooden knobs and, and poles. Yeah, he was uh, yesterday um, putting wooden shaker knobs on a uh, chest of drawers he was building, you know. They come two to a, they turn them in a pair so that you have a grain match, you know, for the drawers. The drawers always have two poles. Well, I guess not always. Typically they have two, so you have a grain match. So you you know you split it down the middle and then you uh, <clears throat> cross wedge it. So he was uh, showing how he does that. Lost odds. Yeah. So yeah, maybe can't be a good time. I'm not sure if there's even any tickets available, but could always. Uh, Check it out if you want to go. It's up at the Blackthorn Resort in uh, East Durham, New York, which is, if you know Jimmy DeResta, that's uh, where Jimmy lives now. He's a, yeah. a big big part of the, the whole thing. His neck of the woods. Yeah. It's reported ahead. Do they sell day passes? Yeah, yeah. Above so you and can, beyond? Uh, yeah, you can just go for a day. Um, I'm not sure how that works with, like, tickets. You know, like if Austin, um, Austin's the guy who runs Maker Camp, his family owns the Blackthorn Resort. I'm not sure if he, you know, puts those on top of the um, attendance cap or if those are included. But there's that Malibu yeah. that was flying in the left lane and pulled over. It wasn't a cop after all. Um, lost my train of thought. But yeah, it's a good time. It's super low key. I'm hoping it's that way again this year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's there's uh, people of all skill levels and sort of uh, social clout levels, if you want to call it that. And everybody is sort of on an equal playing field. You know, anybody who's got an ego, you're probably gonna get your ego checked real quick. <laughs> yeah, checked at the door. Yeah, because you know. <laughs> The crowd is mostly of the mindset where I don't give two shits who you are. Um, everybody's on an equal playing field, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's a good rule of thumb for life. Yeah, police reported ahead. Um, and uh, 
social media is such a minute, uh, you know, cubby hole. Of, oh, yeah. In reality. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so? Yeah. You know? Do you know who I am? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I know, I know. So IWF is going on right now. Right to down in, uh, I guess it's in Atlanta, right? Atlanta. I know it's in Georgia. Um, look at that, we've got a lane closed. Keep right to I-95 North, New Jersey Turnpike North. Yeah, IWF looks cool. I'd like to go to that someday. A lot of uh, industrial size machines and stuff. Yeah, that stuff's cool. Not this year. We're, we're, we're too damn busy. We've got a lot going on. Speaking of machines, that was some find you saw there on uh, that slider. Yeah, yeah. Use the left two lanes. Decent price. Um, definitely some better finds on the auctions and stuff, but we don't have a place to put it right now anyway. So just a little window shopping. Keep left to cars only. And oh wow, cars only. I have an alert set on Facebook Marketplace that if sliding table saw, if any ads get put up, I'm supposed to get an alert. I didn't get an alert. Hmm. Was it in its title? Yeah. So who knows? It was a 10 foot, uh, is it an Artec? Yeah. Artec? It's a, a, uh, how you say that? Bees? Bees? Yeah. Something like that. German company, uh, obviously. For 12 minutes to US 46 I 80 exits 15E. But it's a 93, pretty old. Uh, no, no blade overarm, over blade guard, you know, for dust collection or anything. Kind of, I think probably a little overpriced um, at 3000 I wonder what that machine cost new. Back in 1993? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 10, 15 grand, probably. You know, these days, a, a good 10-foot um, sliding table saw. I mean, you can get a Grizzly for, like... I was talking about this with Freddie this morning. You get a Grizzly for, like, 11, 12,000 or, like, a Moxiwa, something like that. But mm -hmm. the real deal, you're talking... 35 and up, 25 maybe. So, at half the price, it has got to be something. There's always a catch. Yeah, I was just talking about that when uh, I was watching TV with the wife, and you know, commercials come on for like uh, the Kia and uh, mm -hmm. stuff's like, wow, look, look at that. We could have gotten that for 199 a month. I'm like. Things cost what they cost for a reason, you know. Yeah. It's it's the it's the quality of the workmanship, the materials that they you know, you cut enough corners on something, it becomes round. Yeah. Tom knows all about that. <laughs> I always say if cut if, that yeah, go ahead. If a square had five corners if uh, he somehow manages to cut five corners off a square. Yeah. <laughs> Cops are out heavy today. Yeah. What do they got over here? Accurate Delivery and Install Corporation. Got him. Is this uh, the last weekend before Labor Day? Or is that next weekend? Uh, 
Labor Day is not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. So kids will be back in school a week from Tuesday. Except Hunter, they don't start until the 12th. So the um, preschool that my son goes to, they follow the same schedule as the Middletown School District. Middletown School District starts on the 6th, but his school is starting on the 12th, so. Huh. They have, like, a meet-and-greet kind of thing going on the week of the 6th. Watch out. Vehicle on shoulder ahead. And then the year after, he's going to kindergarten. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That saved me 550 bucks a month. That's right. Put it on the taxpayer. I'm already paying those taxes. <laughs> already paying them. That's right. That's a good investment. Yeah. I say we put them in first grade straight off. Yeah. Get them out. Get them out to college sooner. Maybe they'll be free tuition by the time he's ready. Oh God! Don't get the, don't get the listeners all riled up. Some guy's got his, a vein popping out of his head right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I know you know, but uh, yeah, for all those listeners, Police again, showing my age, my student loan was 0.9% interest. Yep. That was back before it became, you know, this corrupt business practice. Right. When they were actually trying to get kids in and out of school at a reasonable rate. And not raising tuition uh, right. you know, on an exponential curve. Oh, yeah. Um, I went to Arizona State University, um, and I think my tuition was about 2500 bucks a year. Wow. Uh, I had That's to finagle a little bit to uh, get my in-state residency. <laughs> But uh, that's that's what it was like. And then I went to Brooklyn College. It was even less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is this person doing? I don't know. They're, they're TL and C. Go back to New York. Reminds me of the story uh, Chris Powell told us from Full Steam Design. He, uh, Chris from New York. And he, upstate New York, he lives in uh, Charleston, though, now. But he was in New York for something, and he had rented a car, and it had jersey <laughs> plates. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, if somebody, like, cut him off or something, and they, they're like, go the fuck back to New Jersey. <laughs> I have to tell you, growing up in New York and um, – experiencing people from Jersey, there was definitely a certain disdain for people from New Jersey. The feeling is mutual here. I I don't know why that, you know, it's just something that they they breed into you in Mm -hmm. New York. Um, On the weekends, they call them the bridge and tunnel crowd. Yeah, yeah. Well, since you've moved to Jersey, you see, uh, you see now you <laughs> yeah, see it from our yeah, point of view. That's right. Like, wait, now wait, I, yeah. We were the assholes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's, a good le- it's a good life lesson. Yeah. It really shows you what perspective will do to you. Yeah. <laughs> Power of suggestion. 
Now I'm always grumbling. I'm driving around. Ah, freaking New York. I'll come back to New yeah. York. <laughs> they really are bad drivers. They are. It's that sort of... Um, I mean, it takes the, the I'm the only one on the road mentality to the next level. Yeah. I mean, people say New Jersey drives are bad. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of bad driving going on. But I think, I don't know, I think as a whole, comparatively, Jersey drivers are maybe a little more skilled. We might do things that are uh, a little a bit asinine, but that's uh, has that's not a matter of uh, skill level. Yeah. I think on the streets... Um, there's a, there's a lot more politeness in New Jersey. Mm. You know, it, it's, it's diminishing, I'll say, over the 20 years I've been here. But, you know, people will let you go and... and I don't like that. Don't let people go. Follow the traffic laws. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, coming out of your driveway and stuff like that. I like that. I don't. I'll, I'll pull out when traffic clears up. Because it, it just causes confusion. I, I can see that point. There's rules. And if you don't follow the rules, then I'm going to get confused as to what's going on. Are you actually letting me out? Or are you just slowing down because <laughs> you're a dumbass? Or, yes. you know, there are those moments. Because people will let you out and they don't, like, flash their lights or, like, wave their hand, you know? Yeah. There are situations where I think it's okay to, like, let let somebody go. Because I do it, too. <clears throat> but, yeah, you got to... You got to know how to do it. Otherwise, you're just making things more complicated. The best is when, like, a car... Like, we'll be pulling into the, the driveway at the at your house, at the shop, and there'll be a car coming, and there's no cars behind them, and they stop and let us go. Yeah. Like, there's nobody behind you. Just keep yeah. driving. Right. <laughs> another cop there and another cop there. You know the kind of guy that bugs me is the serial uh, come-on-in guy. Like, you're driving down Middle Road or something, which is... A, it's a one-lane each-way road, and it's kind of slow traffic. Uh, and people at every intersection is going to let somebody in. Oh, yeah. We used to get it on the way home from the shop, because uh, from the old shop, because it was, uh, you know, you had to you go down Ocean Avenue, which oh. is right on the ocean. And there's all these people going to the beach, and you get the person who would see somebody in the crosswalk 150 yards ahead yeah. and, like, start slowing down and stopping. The Good Samaritan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't miss that trip. No. For a lot of reasons. Yeah. Passing our biggest competition, Ikea. That's right. Right across from the Newark airport. Probably, you've probably heard that four times before on the podcast. <laughs> I think this is the first time we haven't been stopped in traffic by the port. Yeah, it usually gets a little congested. I guess it's a little bit late. And we're gonna we're coming up on.
on that secret building. Uh, yeah, did we pass it already? I don't remember. The Darth Vader building, as Keith calls it. Yeah, I think we passed it. I think it's at the other... Uh, the other side of the airport. It might be behind this train. <clears throat> I was talking to Corey last night from Odyssey CNC about the uh, rotary CNC. Mm. He's uh, saying maybe he could turn a couple uh, sample legs for us and send oh, that to us. Oh, that would be awesome. See what the thing is all about. Yeah, man, if we had two of those, just uh, if we got an order. All right, we need two uh, XYZ legs. Throw them on there. Turn them up. I mean, that thing, did you see, like, the handles that he did on there? No. They're insane. Oh, is that the one that had, like, all the... They look, I thought they were walking sticks or something like that. Uh, but no, I he was making that. hammer handles that had, like... <clears throat> a couple of them had, like, a weave texture in the handle, like a basket weave kind of thing, or... Uh, I didn't know what that... That's what those were. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally... Insane. I knew that there were rotary CNCs, but I had never seen anything like that made on them. I guess that's probably how they make uh, hammer handles and stuff. I don't know. I guess. Uh, I'm not sure. Too bad we can't talk to the listeners. Keep left to US yeah, that might open us up to some uh, interesting conversations. <laughs> Get someone from Bangladesh that just says hi every 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. That guy's still messaging me hi. The, the podcast is, is starting to pick up steam there in the Middle East. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know about the podcast. The Instagram, the Instagram. is like... Uh, we're huge in Iran right now. Getting a lot of followers from Iran. Brazil is pretty big. I hope it's the English-speaking sections. I can, I can really care uh, less what they're speaking. <laughs> well, I want them to fully appreciate what's going on. Well, I don't really do much talking on the Instagram. This is an MTA bus doing in uh, New Jersey. Two seventy-five to ride the bus. In three point six miles, take exit fifteen X Secaucus Rail Station. I wonder if uh, Jim's going to have uh, the spot blocked up for us again. It's possible. Get those cones out there. Now hiring window treatment installer. Oh, man. That sounds like a horrible existence. Look at all those new Teslas over there. Oh, yeah. 
whole truckload of white Teslas. Yeah. Started looking at uh, electric trucks. My lease is going to be up in about a year. Really not much selection at this point. Is the lightning out on the road? I think so. I think they're really hard to get. So what's what's something you could go into a showroom and drive? Well, I don't know if you could drive out with anything, but I don't think you could really do that with anything these days. Or you mean just to go see? Yeah, like what's the closest thing to being able to oh, drive? I mean, you could probably go see a lightning. That's it. That's like the one, like sort of production, big time production electric. Pickup. Right. What's then? You have the Rivian. There's an. Is it an Atlas? Is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, the Rivian. I don't even know if that's uh, widely available yet. I thought that there was a Silverado. But when you search electric pickup, it doesn't doesn't really come up in search. <clears throat> yeah, let's see. Allie's lease is up. Shit, it might be this this fall. So we got to figure out what to do. She's like, I'll go back to a Kia. I'm like, no. <laughs> I hated those cars. They were uh, just so chintzy. According to Top Gear, 2022 is the year of the EV pickup. Hmm. Number one is the Ford F-150 Lightning. Number two is the Rivian R1T. They say it's already in production. That's the, it's the year of the truck, they only got two? <laughs> What's number three? No, I'm, I'm reading about the Rivian, it gets a 300 mile range. All I gotta do is, need, I need five. Prices start at 67,500. Yeah, it's a bit much. Number three is the Tesla Cybertruck. Pass. Yeah. Number four is the Lordstown Endurance. Named for Lordstown, Ohio. Huh. What's the price tag on that? They own an old General Motors factory. Um, at least they used to until it was recently sold to Tech Group Foxconn. So it's supposed to be a proper work truck like the F-150, more so Exit than the Rivian, they say. Um, prices start at 52500 That's doable. Production's set to start this year with a plan to build 500 by the end of 2022 and 2500 in 2023. <laughs> the Hummer EV. Pass. That's that. Now that I see the, the picture, remember that look. picture? I, yeah, that, not yeah. the picture, the vehicle I saw when we were up there in uh, Fort Lee. Yeah. Chevy Silverado EV. Yeah, I thought they had one. Uh, I'm not a Chevy guy. No. I like my Ram. It's built from the ground up on the same electric platform as the Hummer EV. Jesus Christ. 
It's going to launch in 2023. <laughs> 2022, the year of the truck. This one's coming out next year. This is this is a, a real kick in the nuts. Starting at $95,000. Oh, you were so close. 105,000 for the for the top of the line. Isn't it like a Super Duty or something though? It's not like a it's not a half ton pickup. It's Yeah, um they're going to try and get like some bare bones model for about 40,000. If you go on Ford's website, it says the Lightning starts at like 36,000, but Yeah. The Alpha Wolf. Mm. California EV startup. Is that the one that looks like an old Toyota? Yes. There's set to be three variants, the Standard Wolf, the Extended Cab Wolf, and the Double Cab Super Wolf. Single and dual motor, you know, two and four wheel drive. Yep. Uh, they're targeting a starting price of 36K. Yeah, good luck. Although we'll believe it when we see it, yeah. according to Top Gear. All right, so here's the the Atlas, spelled A T L I S. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 I've heard of that. <clears throat> uh, I'm guessing that this photo is like a mock-up. It's like one of those really boxy kind of renderings. Yeah, um, it's a real truck, but it doesn't look like a production. Bar body. Use the right lane to turn right, then exit right. They call it a Wedge-tastic XT pickup. Starting at, <laughs> starting at 70000 Cars are getting so expensive. Edison Future. Notable for one reason above all, it's solar panel roof. Made its debut at the uh, Los Angeles Auto Show last year. It's gonna come with a single, dual, and super tri-motor version. Turn right on Paul Amico Way. Tri-motor, eh? Then use yeah. the right lane to exit oh, and right here's to a, County Road. Here's an odd-looking little thing. It kind of looks like. Uh, Use the right lane to exit right to a mini bus and a pickup truck. Like one of those Volkswagen yeah. pickup back. Oh god. They call it the canoe. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And uh, that's probably a little pie in the sky. But that's it. Slim Pickens, year of the year of the electric year pickup. of the electric truck seems to have the Ford Lightning as. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, we got that car haul just making trouble. Yep. You can't pull that little Hyundai Sonata. Get a better, bigger truck, buddy. Turn left. Go back to Connecticut. Yeah, damn it. So I talked to Matt a little more last night about, uh, what was that place called? Mason Pizza? Oh, yeah. It's Mason. He said that those reviews must be fake, that it's 
It's horrible. He said it's absolutely horrible. He oh said he thinks God. it's a front. Ah. But Muhammad's very personable. I think Muhammad's paying people to leave those reviews. I told him I want to interview with Muhammad. <clears throat> we'll do like a seven on your side and go in there and blow up his spot. According to car and driver, deliveries have started for the Rivian. Huh. Man, is that uh, the Freedom Tower? No, that would be to the right, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait a second. That's freaking tall, whatever the hell it is. I thought the Freedom Tower had like a more of a slant to it. Yeah, I didn't think it had such a big antenna on the top. Yeah, the F-150 Lightning starts at 41,669. Yeah, I don't think you can get them though. I think they're all like, you know, you gotta get on like a waiting list. Yeah, that sounds about right. I wish that that Ram would come out with something because I, I have liked my last two trucks. Yeah, there's not been one word about uh, Ram coming out with anything in no, all these articles. They just announced the, uh, you know, the Charger. So maybe they'll follow suit. You know, if they if they're gonna be making one uh, electric motor, you know, there's no reason they can't put it in a truck because they use the same motor in the Charger in the truck now anyway. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, Toyota. They plan to produce one in the coming years. Mm. Turn left on Manhattan Avenue. It's the weirdest stop sign here. Come on, Waze, tell me where I'm going. Am I going straight? Yes. In a quarter of a mile, turn right on John F. Kennedy Boulevard. Hunter picked out his new backpack and lunchbox for school. Uh, what, let me guess. Is it Paw Patrol? No. Not Paw Patrol. Um, it's got dinosaurs on it? Nope. Uh, strike two. Uh, those are my... Those are my <laughs> Probably not, yeah. He's real into Sonic right now. Sonic oh, wow. You know, he's got the Sonic movies that he really likes. I sat through some of them. Uh, not a big fan. We'll see. Did you? You're probably too young for this. Did you have a steel lunchbox growing up? Mm, I'm pretty sure I always just had a brown paper bag. Yeah. I don't think I had like a. I think it was mostly soft lunchboxes when I was in school, but I th I was a brown bagger. Yeah, back in the olden days. We had uh, steel uh, lunchboxes. I, pro I probably had a plastic lunchbox yeah. when I was, like, really young. And had the matching thermos yeah. inside. Yeah, those were big when I was... I think I had a yeah, Charlie Brown one. Hmm. I was a big Snoopy fan. Oh, yeah, I like Snoopy. He's funny. White man in a diner. Yeah. 
busy there, Toyota. My God. Get all up in our lane. In this... 1,000 feet, use the right lane to turn right on John F. Kennedy <clears throat> Boulevard. We're in Jersey City now. Oh, yeah. Jersey City's pretty big. It's surprisingly hilly. Yeah. I mean... All, me, not uh, to the size of San Francisco, but I mean, there are neighborhoods in San Francisco where this would be like a normal size hill. Uh-huh. I mean, that one when we when we go the other way, mm-hmm. that one's pretty steep. Oh yeah. What's that little road? I forget. It's like a crazy turn up this friggin' mountain, basically. What we got here? Is it north? Uh, maybe. Little Smiles Toddler Preschool. Infant Toddler Preschool. <laughs> you really just fit all the adjectives <laughs> in there. A mile. Use the left lane to turn left on State Route 139 East, Upper. Yeah, so pretty soon we're going to get this drippy uh, countertop bar situation out of the shop. Probably maybe uh, end of next week, middle of the following week. Turn left on State Route 139 East, Upper. Then we're going to be getting, uh, as I said to Adam yesterday, we're going to be getting balls deep in these salt boxes. Oh, yeah. So that'll be fun. Be uh, stressful, I'm sure, trying to figure out. How to do it efficiently. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how long do you think it'll take before we figure out exactly, like, probably you know, about, get our rhythm and everything? Probably about 950 boxes. <laughs> Don't say that. Because <laughs> there's, you know, like, like five or six crucial steps, let's say. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a week or two. Yeah. We we initially predicted a month. I think it. I'm gonna guess five weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say six. Um, I guess we'll see. All depends on the what we can do with the laser. Is this, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, this is looking familiar. Yeah, I remember getting cut off over here by somebody. That 700 mural. feet. Use Drippy. the middle lane to keep left of York Avenue. Well, we're getting pretty close. I guess we should sign off. Yeah, this has been a, a relaxing uh, drive up here comparatively, yeah. right? Yeah. Keep left to Newark Avenue. I mean, I didn't do any driving. Well, folks, see you next week. Take care. As always, Rob and I thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can join our Patreon, or you can use one of our affiliate links in the podcast description for vesting finishes or Myoderm CBD pain relief cream. Um, Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) 